0: Try it again, shall we? Thank you for finding me. Thank you so much for finding me. This is the mop up for November 22nd, 2023. I'm David Feldman. Please like this episode so I remain in your feed and share it with your friends. And of course, leave a comment. Mike Johnson, the new Republican Speaker of the House, visited a crime scene on Monday. And I'm pretty certain he brought his youngest son along. There's a big photo in the Daily Mail of Mike Johnson and a young boy smiling right there at the crime scene. So I hope it's Mike Johnson's son. I, I would hate to think our new speaker visits crime scenes with strange children so he can be photographed standing next to them. The crime scene, of course, is Mar-a-Lago. And the other person in that photo was Donald Trump, who goes on trial next year, accused of violating the Espionage Act inside Mar-a-Lago, where he allegedly mishandled classified documents. Yes, Mar-a-Lago is a crime scene. According to the Justice Department and the FBI, Donald Trump kept war plans on the premises and refused to return these war plans to our government. He shared those contents with Australian billionaires and other guests at Mar-a-Lago, as well as his Bedminster, New Jersey golf club. Trump now faces 40 charges, including obstruction of justice, conspiracy, and, I, and as I just said, violating the Espionage Act. And on Monday, our speaker... Mike Johnson was down there in Mar-a-Lago to kiss Donald Trump's ring. And I don't mean the one around Trump's finger. I'm talking about another ring on Trump that's even danker and more disgusting than Mar-a-Lago. And I have reason to believe that our speaker, our deeply religious speaker, Mike Johnson, brought his son, his youngest son, to witness all of that. But, you know, I like Mike Johnson, our new speaker. He's the last of a dying breed. And by that, I mean a Neanderthal. Sure, he's odd, but that's only because there's something seriously wrong with him. And maybe I don't agree with a lot of Mike Johnson's positions on abortion, same-sex marriage cutting taxes for the rich on the backs of the poor, or separation of church and state. But he's the Speaker of the House. And as Republicans always remind us, you may not respect the man, but you must respect the office. Unless that office belongs to a woman named Nancy Pelosi, in which case smash it to pieces and leave a number two in her fish tank. So I may not agree with Mike Johnson on everything. For example, he thinks my brother Walt made a lifestyle choice. And because of whom and how my brother Walt loves, Mike Johnson believes that Walt will spend eternity in the pits of hell, tethered to a never-ending wall of flames. Okay, he thinks my brother Walt deserves to burn in hell. So... I should let a minor policy dispute ruin my relationship with Mike Johnson, this kind, forgiving Christian who does not judge? I'm going to not be friends with Mike Johnson over that? No, I, I, I think once you get to know a guy like Mike Johnson, you soon discover we have more similarities than differences. He just thinks my brother deserves to die and burn in hell for eternity. That's all. He thinks America should be a white Christian nation and people like me should be relegated to third-class citizenship because I haven't taken his Lord and Savior into my heart. Okay, I'm sure there are things about me he doesn't like. So... That doesn't mean Mike Johnson and I are not Americans who both want what's best for everyone. Sure, he only wants what's best for white heterosexual Christian males and believes a woman's body should be subservient to the needs and aspirations of a male-dominated hierarchy. But that doesn't mean I can't have the guy over to my apartment to, to, to break bread just as soon as I convince him the bread's special ingredient isn't flown in fresh each day from Planned Parenthood. We are all different. Mike Johnson and I are different. It's a rich tapestry, America. We're all different. For example, Mike Johnson doesn't respect people's differences, and I do. He and I are different. We just need to keep the lines of communication open because we can learn a lot from people who are different. I've learned from Mike Johnson that there's nothing to learn from people who are different. He's taught me people who are different are an abomination, but only if they're different from Mike Johnson. And isn't that what America is all about? We're just a giant melting pot Throw everyone who's not a white, heterosexual, Christian male into that giant melting pot, turn the heat up to scalding, and wait until we beg and promise to obey and pay tribute to our sovereign overlords. That's why I want Mike Johnson to be my friend. Because people come from all parts of this great land of ours, and you have to respect the values they instill in their children— even if their values are a little different from mine. For example, Mike Johnson likes to take his youngest son to crime scenes and have the two of them photographed bonding with a pervert. I prefer to keep my children away from people like Donald Trump. I guess I just don't have as forgiving a heart like Mike Johnson. He's a good Christian, and a good Christian like Mike Johnson doesn't pass judgment on a pervert like Donald Trump. It's not like Trump is a sodomite, like my brother Walt. Then I can understand Mike Johnson not wanting to be photographed with his son uh, alongside my brother. That I understand, but Trump? Who's he ever hurt? other than the couple of dozen women he forced himself upon against their will. Wasn't gay. Mike Johnson doesn't judge. And he's a good father. I know that because he says so. For example, Mike Johnson uses an app called Covenant Eyes so he and his son can monitor each other's adult viewing habits. Now, the way this has been reported in the mainstream press... They want you to believe that Mike Johnson wants his son to watch the adult movies that Mike Johnson enjoys, and nothing could be further from the the truth. The purpose of Covenant Eyes, this app, is to make certain that you, Mike Johnson, don't look at adult movies because your son will learn what floats your boat. And you're trying to stop floating your boat because your boat is dirty and disgusting. And if your son is watching over you, you're less likely to go sailing. That's why Mike Johnson uses Covenant Eyes, this app. So his boat and his seamen remain docked safely away from his son's prying eyes he and his seamen are not out on the ocean floating Mike Johnson's boat. This way, Mike Johnson no longer indulges his taste for 600 pound Russian men wearing nothing but French made outfits, squatting over glass top coffee tables with filthy, filthy toilet plungers in their mouths. Mike Johnson hates the fact that the only thing that rings his bell is a big, fat, hairy Russian man in a French maid outfit violating all the Western conventions of what constitutes good hygiene by treating a dirty toilet plunger like a lollipop. Basically, folks, uh, there's no real news. So uh, it's Thanksgiving I'm alone. I'm desperate for attention. So I uh, have to do this so I know I actually exist. Just wanted you to know that. Where was I? Oh, yes. Speaker Johnson and his little Johnson and, and Covenant Eyes, the app that he and his son use. He can't watch adult movies. Speaker Johnson cannot watch adult movies. Who knows if the NSA is monitoring what websites he goes to in the hope of using that against him or some foreign intelligence agency. I mean, he's Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House. A lot of people would pay good money to have that kind of compromise on the third most powerful person in America. If it ever got out that the only thing that launches Mike Johnson's dinghy is a hairy Russian 600 pound male squatting over a glass top coffee table, biting down on a dirty toilet plunger. If that ever got out, he'd be ruined because most people are not as forgiving as Speaker Mike Johnson is. It's a good thing nobody listens to my podcasts because then they'd know all about Mike Johnson's exotic appetite for morbidly obese and hirsute Russian men squatting over glass top coffee tables while expressing their salivary glands over a filthy, dirty and disgusting toilet plunger. And so on this show, that computer app, Covenant Eyes, and Mike Johnson and his son are off limits not to be disgust. How Mike Johnson raises his child is up to Mike Johnson to decide. The same way how you raise your child is up to Mike Johnson to decide. He knows what's best, so leave the man alone. They made him speaker. It's not even been a month. This is the honeymoon period. And for Mike Johnson, the honeymoon period is where he's constantly explaining why he can't seem to perform. He's totally inexperienced. He thought this was what he wanted, and he could fulfill all the responsibilities with his gavel, but the gavel doesn't pound the way he imagined it would. I mean, I thought once I became speaker, all these thoughts about coffee tables Russian men and plungers would stop flooding my brain. I thought the pressures of being a married man coupled with a little prayer would turn me into the normal, red-blooded American male I've always wanted to be. But when we're alone together, honey, with the lights off, all I can imagine is a morbidly obese Russian bear of a man in a French maid outfit squatting over a glass-topped coffee table with a filthy toilet plunger in his kisser. Could you ever love a broken man like me, Mike Johnson, backwater hick from Louisiana? I like this guy. I do. And what's it your business if Mike Johnson doesn't have a checking or a savings account? Who are you? What are you, the Internal Revenue Service? The mainstream media will not let up on the fact that Mike Johnson doesn't have a bank account. So what? I know a lot of people who don't have bank accounts. Their names escape me right now. Um, Actually, I've never met anybody without a bank account. Although I did have an uncle who back in the 70s kept all his cash in a mattress which at the time seemed perfectly normal until you realize it was a waterbed. The point I'm making is if Mike Johnson doesn't need a checking account, who are we to demand that he open one up? He doesn't need a checking account, because if there's one thing we all know about working in the United States, House of Representatives, it's a cash business. And leave his wife out of this. Leave Mike Johnson's wife out of this. She works as a pastoral therapist for Onward Christian Counseling Services. And it has been reported that she counsels Christians down in Louisiana. She counsels them away from choosing the homosexual lifestyle by equating it with incest and bestiality. And as we all know, there's one thing the people down in Louisiana are repulsed by, and that is incest and bestiality. Honestly, I'm pretty certain parts of Louisiana would be vast stretches of emptiness right now had it not been for bestiality and incest, especially the bestiality. Have you seen Mike Johnson's Wife?, the woman looks like she's half man, half gator. And I know what you're thinking, it's not right to make fun of the way a woman looks. However, I am not making fun of a woman. I am making fun of Mike Johnson's wife who is half man, half gator. I do not make fun of the way a woman looks. Did I mention Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Have I, has her name even come up at all during this episode? So don't you dare accuse me of making fun of a woman's appearance. Sarah Huckabee Sanders has nothing to do with this. According to Business Insider, Mrs. Johnson's anti-gay Christian teachings, I'm not making this up, are rooted in the works of the ancient Greeks. Because there's no better way to maintain a biblical worldview than by completely ignoring the New Testament and going with the ancient Greeks. In fact, the original name for the Sermon on the Mount was Everything I Know I Learned from Socrates. So you don't need to teach the New Testament. You just go back to the Greeks See, the problem she has is you can't quote Jesus if you want to stop someone from being gay, because Jesus never said anything about not being gay. He never said, don't be gay. How could he? The man spent all his time walking around in a mumu surrounded by 12 suspiciously confirmed bachelors. Not a married man in the entire bunch. Have you seen The Last Supper? Who eats quiche on Passover? It looks like someone on Fire Island tried to stage an off-Broadway production of Boys in the Band. So yeah, Jesus wasn't too big on the homophobia thing. He said, love everyone, as well as get thee behind me, Satan, which sounds awfully homoerotic if you ask me. Anyway, back to Mrs. Johnson, which uh, Mrs. Johnson should mention also happens to be the name you call someone at the Stonewall Inn before you've been properly introduced. Mrs. Johnson. Oh, hello, Mrs. Johnson. Mrs. Johnson, when performing her pastoral duties, relies on the works of the ancient Greeks. This is all true. She took her website down because she, I guess she was ashamed or bullied, but this is from her website. She uh, relies on the works of the ancient Greeks, specifically Hippocrates, Hippocrates. I got that right. Hippocrates. Jesus. I'm not making this up. She counsels her customers, by working off the ancient texts of Hippocrates, the father of ancient medicine, in order to dissuade her pupils from choosing the gay lifestyle. Hippocrates, that's who she's turning to, the Greek doctor Hippocrates, who, if I'm not mistaken, recommended that no matter where on the patient's body you find the snake bite always slurp the venom out through the helmet part of the shaft. In 2008, Mike Johnson blamed the decline of the Roman Empire on rampant same-sex behavior. Well, at least that explains the Remus in Romulus and Remus. And sure, he served as an attorney for Exodus International, which was at one time our nation's leading purveyor of gay conversion therapy. Mike Johnson was the attorney for Exodus International, at one time our nation's leading purveyor of gay conversion therapy. And yeah, some human rights organizations call gay conversion therapy tantamount to torture. And yes, Exodus International disbanded in 2013 after the president of Exodus International said that no matter how hard he tried, he just couldn't pray away his own gay. He couldn't pray away his own gay. And he said praying away the gay doesn't work. See, turns out God takes praying away the gay As a personal insult. It's like sending the Wiener schnitzel back to the kitchen because Wolfgang Puck didn't prepare it properly, right? Praying away the gay is like you going to Wolfgang's and sending back the Wiener schnitzel, insisting Wolfgang Puck doesn't know how to prepare it properly. When you pray away the gay, God is thinking, I've made 200 billion humans. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. Get out of my restaurant. Here, let me validate your parking, but never come back. Get out. Take your Sarah Huckabee of a wife, who I know I didn't make. Must have been on a Monday. I take Mondays off. Don't work in the kitchen on Mondays. So I'm not responsible for that, kite. Get out of here. I never want to see you again. You're telling me, God, how to prepare a human being? What do you know? You're a hick lawyer from Louisiana. Get out of my restaurant, go to Chick-fil-A across the street, and grab a bucket of diarrhea. And sure, Mike Johnson never apologized for all the harm Exodus International has caused, and he and his wife continue to this day, to view homosexuality as a choice. But that's only because Speaker Mike Johnson is a conservative Republican who's not into this whole evidence-based science nonsense. He does his own research. He doesn't need some blue state, coastal elitist, non-believer explaining homosexuality to him No, that's what male Christian counselors at Bible camp are for. So we should listen to what Mike Johnson has to say. Sure, anyone can mock Mike Johnson for being an ignorant hayseed. Sure, anyone can call Mike Johnson an inbred rube because he is. That's why anyone can do it. It's so easy. For example, Mike Johnson insists marriage is the backbone of civilization. He says there's evidence of marriage going back as far as 7,000 years ago before the earth was even created. Mike Johnson and his wife have what is called a covenant marriage. A covenant marriage is something really hard to get out of, kind of like second grade for the people who voted for Mike Johnson. A covenant marriage means divorce is impossible. You see, that's just how humble Mike Johnson and his wife are. They figure after one day of being married to either one of them, you'd be well advised to rush for the exits because they're repulsive human beings. So the two of them locked the doors and you can't get out no matter what happens, just like a fire inside a Louisiana warehouse because it's a right-to-work state. Mike Johnson wants to protect traditional marriage. I mean, you know, not traditional, traditional marriage, not the really traditional marriage, you know, where men have several wives while their primal urges are placated by a never-ending parade of concubines. We're still about two years off until that becomes Mike Johnson's idea of a traditional marriage. To Mike Johnson, marriage is only between a man and a woman. Doesn't matter that 70% of Americans support same-sex marriage. Doesn't matter because Mike Johnson doesn't. And that's all that counts because Mike Johnson knows what's best for us because he's also a professor at Jerry Falwell's Liberty University, which, as we all know, is a bastion for deep intellectual thought, as well as rampant, unchecked sexual assault. But there I go again, quoting the Department of Education. Mike Johnson is a loving father. He has four children, plus the older black one he trots out whenever he's about to get busted for being a racist that's how it works. You know, I'm a bigot from Louisiana and I'm going to start pushing for more budget cuts that disproportionately hurt people of color. Does anyone know where I can find a black kid to call my own? Mike Johnson says he and his wife adopted a black child, although there are no official adoption papers. And he rarely talks about the kid which sounds a bit creepy. Even to me, it sounds creepy. I'm pretty sure you can't adopt a child without filling out the proper paperwork. It's not like Donald Trump declassifying documents. You don't get to wave your hands over a stranger's kid and say, this black child is now my son And these war plans over here for Iran, they're now officially declassified. I'm pretty sure you got to go through official and proper channels. Or maybe you can just say you adopted a black child and leave it at that. When people ask you about your black child, you just insist you want to respect his privacy that's what I did with the 40 Syrian refugees I adopted and took into my studio apartment here in Manhattan. But I'd rather not talk about them out of respect for their privacy and non-existence. I just want you to think that I adopted 40 Syrian refugees, and let's just leave it at that. The thing is with Mike Johnson and that adopted black kid is it's pretty out of character for Mike Johnson. I mean, he's all about the contract. He and his son literally signed a contract not to look at porn. Can you even do that? Is it binding? I'm sorry, force majeure, my friend Howie just showed me Sharon Stone's interrogation scene from Basic Instinct, and I think that's a force majeure, Daddy. So I don't understand this whole adoption thing with the black kid, but no paperwork. Mike Johnson refers to anything short of a covenant marriage as marriage light. He needs a contract that's ironclad to really feel married. But as for adopting children, apparently he thinks he can just walk up to any strange black kid and say, you're now my son. Go away and come back when I say something racist and need you. Run along. Well, anyway, according to newly released files that CNN got its hands on, Back in 2010, Speaker Mike Johnson said it is the primary role of government to restrain man's impulse to be evil. In other words, Mike Johnson left his job as an attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom. He was fighting abortion and gay marriage. He left that job to go to Washington to fight evil. That's what gets Mike Johnson out of bed every morning going to the Capitol and fighting evil. This is the same man, however, who thinks government is evil. He says we need to make government smaller because it can't be trusted to do things right because government is run by men and not God. Mike Johnson says you can't trust government to feed the poor. It's too incompetent. Mike Johnson says you can't trust government to provide free health care or even teach our children homeschooling is preferred. Homeschooling is better than government-run schools because he can't trust the government because he says government can't do anything right except restrain the evil in all men. That's the only It's the only thing government is good for, peering into a man's soul and then cleansing it. Don't trust the government to regulate banks. Don't trust the government to regulate the polluters. Don't trust the government to regulate the drug companies. Too incompetent. But our souls? Regulate away. Have at it. Yes, come on in, officer. Take a good look around. No need for a warrant It's just my soul. It's just my soul you're rummaging through. Go ahead. This is the same Mike Johnson, who in 2016 said nobody knows what gender identity means. And by nobody, he means Mike Johnson, who is a nobody and should have remained a nobody, but somehow he got elevated to being third in line to the presidency. If we don't get rid of this guy, we're all going to end up being Hester Prynne to his Arthur Dimmesdale. In 2016, Mike Johnson said about allowing transgender women to use the girls' room in high school. This is what he said, quote, I went to Captain Shreve High School. I graduated in 1990. My crew, my boys, I mean, look, I can tell you they would have said, hey, next Thursday is gender identity day, man. You know, we're going to self-identify as girls and we're going to be in the other locker room. We're just going to go into the girls' locker room and say we're girls. Really? That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. You know, when I was in high school, I was a virgin who carried on a four-year relationship with a pair of gym socks and the lingerie catalog from Sears Roebuck. But sneaking into the girls' locker room? Mm Mm-mm. Wanting to sneak into the girls' locker room? Never occurred to me. Does Mike Johnson understand the difference between being incredibly horny and being a sociopath, which I think he might be? That is why Mike Johnson and his crew... Shouldn't be allowed in any locker room, girls or boys, because I know exactly who Mike Johnson was. I knew him. I knew him. He was the guy in gym class who took a shower wearing a bathing suit with his glasses on so he could eye my junk and then accuse me of being the creep. Mike Johnson our speaker, met with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago on Monday. And by the looks of things, Johnson brought along his youngest son to be photographed with the former president, the pervert. Now, I will not show the picture. I'm just going to say it, it looks like Mike Johnson's kid. Uh, it's somebody's kid. And no kid should be near Donald Trump, let alone touched by Donald Trump. You see, Donald Trump should be a registered sex offender. There are at least 30 credible sexual assault accusations against this monster. Earlier this year, a jury found Donald Trump guilty of sexually assaulting E. Jean Carroll. And ordered him to pay her $5 million. And he goes on trial again in January because Asian e. Carroll is suing him for more damages, claiming he defamed her. The judge in the case twice, twice, put into writing that the jury found Donald Trump guilty of rape. But because of the statutes used, to try Donald Trump in a civil courtroom, the jury could only be instructed to conclude whether or not it was sexual assault, not rape. But the judge added twice, make no mistake, this jury found Donald Trump guilty of rape. Donald Trump. This is a man who has grabbed his own daughter inappropriately several times in public, talked about her body in a profane and lascivious manner, and was good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Last week, during a rally where children were present, Donald Trump felt obligated to assure the audience that he wasn't in to golden showers. I could play you the clip he told the audience, I'm not into golden showers. So would you let your child be photographed with Donald Trump? Now, I'm pretty certain the picture I saw was of Mike Johnson allowing his youngest son to be photographed with and touched by Donald Trump. That's how forgiving a Christian Mike Johnson is. What a forgiving soul. He truly is the exemplar of grace. Not only that, but Mike Johnson also announced on Monday that he's, quote, all in on Donald Trump and endorsed him wholeheartedly, he said, for president, which kind of makes sense. According to new released newly released documents from CNN, Mike Johnson wants to reverse the Supreme Court's Griswold decision that made it legal to sell contraception. Mike Johnson is opposed to the use of contraception. And according to Stormy Daniels, when she had relations with Donald Trump right after Trump's third wife had given birth to their three-month-old son, Donald Trump just like mike johnson was also opposed to contraception in other words he didn't use a rubber what a good forgiving man mike johnson we're we're really lucky to have him as a speaker the point i'm making is there's no real news for me to talk about today uh there is but it's just too depressing And it's Thanksgiving week, and all I wanted this morning was some attention to know that I was alive. I'm David Feldman, reminding you to stay strong and protect the weak. I will be back tomorrow with another episode. Please like this so I remain in your feed. Thank you to anybody in the chat room who's still with me. I don't know if Bob is modding or not today, but thank you. Please subscribe to my newsletter and uh, this channel. Thank you all. I'll see you tomorrow.